You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the Wall of Freedom. Let's go to the next part here as well. And this is a perfect illustration of the logical insanity yes. that I was alluding yes. to. It's a piece in War on the Rocks by Jeremy Shapiro called We Are on a Path to Nuclear War. Put the inflammatory headline aside. And exactly what Shapiro talks about here, who, by the way, is a uh, director of research at the European Council on Foreign Relations and a non-resident fellow at Brookings Institution, who also served in the State Department from 2009 to 2013. This guy is a member of the quote-unquote blob, like the foreign policy establishment. So for him to say something like this, I think carries more weight than you know just the two of us who have always kind of been beating this drum. And exactly what he lays out here, Crystal, is a direct and rational way in which the world gets into a nuclear exchange in a very, very quick time frame. You are listening to the gunny on the Patriot cause. And today... Right now, as we're speaking, we are in DEFCON 3, nuclear alert. What in God's name does that mean? If you're in the military, you understand it because I was told and taught throughout my whole military career on the ability and the possibility of nuclear war and what we should do. And we should always pay attention to how the countries in this world posture themselves for nuclear war. And America and NATO is now at DEFCON 3. Okay, so... What is the DEFCON? It is a U.S. military term that stands for Defense Readiness Condition. Thus, short DEFCON. So let's go from DEFCON 5, which is green, the most safe way that the world can live. And there's four different categories that explain this DEFCON concept. The condition, which is the number of the DEFCON. The exercise term, which means do we escalate and do exercises towards nuclear war. The third one is... Our readiness, are we ready to go? What do we need to do to get ready? And the last one is the description of each of the DEFCONs. So what is DEFCON 3? The exercise is called roundhouse. What that means is at any given time, we can... Tell our forces to go to planes, go to missiles, and get ready to press the button. 
get ready to press the button. Don't press it, just get ready. The Air Force is going to be mobilized within 15 minutes of DEFCON 3. So the force readiness increased above normal levels. So now the forces in America are increased, which means nuclear war is possible and you need to be prepared as a military to defend this country against nuclear war. DEFCON 2, the exercise term means fast pace, which means we are going to exercise and practice for nuclear war. We're not there yet, but this is the next step. And the readiness is the armed forces total in six hours or less to deploy and engage. So if we reach DEFCON 2, that means within six hours, missiles are coming to us or we're going to send missiles out. The description is near nuclear war. So all the fingers on the button, all the pilots are in the planes getting ready to press the button and or launch to distribute nuclear weapon. DEFCON 1, that means the pilots are being launched. Maximum readiness and nuclear war is imminent. Imminent means we attack first or they attack us. So I'm going to bring some articles from the Epic Times, which I think is very interesting. And this is from Patrick Adams and Lawrence Solomon of the Epic Times. Nuclear war is thinkable. Where before in our lives, it wasn't thinkable. It was possible. But now we have multiple countries thinking about conducting nuclear war. In an address to his nation in September, the Russian president, Vladimir Putin, said he would use nuclear weapons if Russia's territory integrity was threatened, which includes what he is doing in the Ukraine. This is not a bluff. Absolutely not. You see, our independence and freedom will be defended, I repeat, by all the systems available to us, he said. So if the world in general wants to take Putin's words as gospel or truth, then we have to get ready for nuclear war. Most military authorities in the West all but dismiss Putin's threat, confident that they can corner Putin without risk of a nuclear response. He knows very well that a nuclear war should never be fought 
and cannot be won. And this is the Secretary General of NATO, Jensen Stalinberg. See, this is words. But when a country gets pressed, like Russia has over the last 30 years, NATO is on his border. And he has no choice but to threaten NATO. This is how it works. So what does NATO do? NATO to kick off nuclear drills involving B-52 bombers on Monday. I got to laugh about this. B-52 bombers? NATO is going to use these bombers? You know how long it takes to get them off the ground, load them with nuclear weapons or whatever, and get them going? When the Russians can launch massive missile attacks and virtually annihilate the eastern country NATO's overnight. And we're still thinking about using B-52 bombers that was used in the Vietnam War, Korean War, etc. NATO said on Friday it would launch its annual nuclear exercise called Steadfast Noon on Monday with up to 60 aircraft taking part in training flights over Belgium, the North Sea, and Britain to practice the use of U.S. nuclear bombs based in Europe. <laughs> these, these people are insane. NATO is insane. Because years ago, a couple of years ago, Putin announced to the world these subsonic nuclear weapons. That, began, that can be launched from, from space. They can be launched from the ground. And they can reach sites within minutes. And we're still using airplanes. The nuclear drills, which do not involve live bombs, are taking place and heightened tensions over Russia repeatedly threatened nuclear strikes in the Ukraine following a major military setback. There's no setback in Ukraine for the Russians. They're taking and have took virtually all the area of eastern Ukraine, which belonged to them in the first place. I've said this before. The majority of the people that live in the eastern Ukraine are Russians. They speak Russian. And they want to get back into Russia. And this is why the, the war is being fought. So I'm going to play a clip. This is from Sergei Viktorovich Lavaro. He is a Russian diplomat and a politician who has served as the foreign minister of Russia since 2004. And this is not propaganda. This is the truth. This is how 
Russia is viewing the world and they are telling the world this is how it is. The main question worrying the whole world, will there be a nuclear war? President of Russia Vladimir Putin has said repeatedly that in our nuclear doctrine we envisage only response measures designed to prevent the destruction of the Russian Federation by direct nuclear strikes or strikes by other weapons that threaten the very existence of the Russian state. This is an exhaustive answer. I hope those who constantly speculate on the topic of a nuclear war and Russia's so-called provocations with weapons of mass destruction are aware of their responsibility. Mr. Lavrov, there is a lot of speculation indeed. The Americans keep making their calculations, who will die first, who will die second, how many people will perish in the first and second days and in a month. Do we make similar calculations? Will anyone survive? Do we proceed from the assumption that it can be stopped? It feels like everything has already happened and there remains only one thing to do, press the button. We have seen everything else. I would advise the Americans and their satellites, as well as our analysts and political scientists involved in such exercises, to display maximum responsibility in their public statements. Just yesterday, I saw on a respectable website some calculations like the ones you referred to. They make an interesting conclusion. The real figures predicted in the event, God forbid, of a nuclear conflict will be much smaller than the kinds used to scare us before. What he's telling the world is the nuclear weapons that possibly the Russians are going to use is a lot less scare than how the whole world views nuclear weapons. This is a rogue country that believes in their mind they can actually do a nuclear war and survive through it. Because it's not going to be as big as everybody's talking about it. Well, sorry, but I have to tell you, it's going to be huge. Because there is many countries in NATO and other areas like India that have nuclear weapons. So Russia has no grounds to say it's just going to be a small event. Even though China supports Russia, which they will, which means the very second that Russia launches one nuclear weapon, China is going to launch all of them that are pointed specifically 
in the United States. They can and will have the ability to obliviate all the major cities in the United States in about 10 minutes. And that's the truth. I'm telling you, we are at the verge because of a weak president, because of the lacks of the United States being the light and the strongest government people on this planet, they are now taking advantage of that. And they know that Biden and his administration has two more years and they do not want it to change. They want weak people in America leading our country so they can become the strongest, most powerful nation in the world which China believes and unfortunately America and the Pentagon believes if we don't change, China will become the lead of the most powerful nation in this world. So when I get back from the break, we're going to talk about North Korea, which is part of China, and we're going to talk about China. Everybody's worried about Russia. I'm not. We should be more worried about China because this event that is happening, these political comments going back and forth with Russia opens up a big, gigantic opportunity for China to become the world leader in this globe. We'll be right back. Do not go away. This is the Gunny, and you're on the Patriot Cause.
ones did, 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 did you hear the falling bombs? The flames are all long gone The pain lingers on Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and you're on the Patriot Cause. We're going to talk about North Korea and China, even though the main street media is talking about Russia. You see, you can't forget about all the other countries and what is going through their minds when you talk about Russia wanting to use nuclear weapons. I want you to imagine this. Imagine when you were in high school and you looked at your fellow students and you go, wow, that guy is like, you know, strong and powerful. I don't want to mess with him. And then you look at somebody else going, well, you know, they're weak. I could take them in a heartbeat in a fight, whatever. It's the same thing in politics. This is how it works. This is the human nature of the world. That I am stronger than you. You must bow down to me. And this is what's happening in this world. Multiple countries, including the United States, are bumping heads with this nuclear War conceptual idea like it has never, ever done before. And if we don't have an administration in the U.S. to protect us and, and have enough power and enough influence in these countries, they will take advantage of that. And that's exactly what they're doing. So the U.S. president refuses to protect the U.S. from North Korea's nukes. This is from Gordon G. Chang of the Epic Times. Again, all of these links are in the show notes. Just go check it out. North Korea launched an intermediate-range ballistic missile on October 4th over the top of Japan. First time they ever did that. Launched this missile over that country. The Hawasong 12 traveled further downrange than any other North Korean missile that has ever been launched. Oh, it's kind of a coincidence that it's happening this month, right? Setting a record pace, the test was the North. 23rd of this year. They have done 23 missile tests this year. I think they had five, maybe five, in the total time 
that Trump was president because he met with them. He worked with North Korea. But two days later, it fired off two short-range missiles. The Biden administration has done little to stop the Democrat People's Republic of Korea so that the regime is likely to engage in even more provocative behavior soon. The United States, in response to the launch, asked for an emergency United Nations Security Council meeting, which held on October 5th. As expected, nothing came of that session. China and Russia is blaming the United States for the North Korean launches. Blocked any tightening of the sanctions. You see what I'm talking about? Even China and Russia knows how weak America is in stopping North Korea from launching these missiles. Look, we're in a bad, bad situation. I'm not sugarcoating this. I'm telling you, the nuclear weapon buttons are flashing red. And at any given time, any of these leaders can say, you know what, I have an advantage over this country. I can push that button and know I'm going to win. So let's go to China. Let's talk about Xi Jinping. He is going to remain what they call the chairman of everything in China after being presented a third term. So China changed their requirements for their leader. Now, whoever becomes this leader in the CC party can lead for a lifetime. And this is what this unbelievable, evil person has been given the power to do. And unfortunately, when these tyrants and these people get all this power and they control their country, they want to control the other countries. So what is China's Communist Party Congress and what happens now? Jing is already poised to remain in power for the rest of his life after China's lawmakers abolished the two-term limit on the presidency. And largely, it was a ceremonial title. Jing will be reconfirmed as president next March of the year coming up. About 200 top members of this CC party will be back to join the policy-making central committee. You see, all of these people have this power. And in China, just like in America, in the Democrat Party, they have created and formed 
a party that wants to have full power of the country. That is not democracy. And this is what's happening in America. This is what's happening in China. This is what is happening in Korea. This is what is happening in Russia. We're going back to the old days of freedom and liberty fighting communism. And this is what this bonehead president says about Putin. You see, he's weak. He doesn't understand that Putin is not playing the game. What he says he will do. He's done it before and he will do it again. So Putin says, or Biden says that Putin unlikely to use nuclear weapons in the Ukraine. The United States President Joe Biden, I call him the resident, not president, has said he does not believe that Vladimir Putin would order the use of tactical nuclear weapons but scorned his Russian counterpart for playing with the idea. He's not playing with the idea. He's not playing with it. He is telling the world, you keep pressuring me. I'm going to push the red button. The U.S. president also said in Tuesday's interview that Putin had underestimated the fight back from the Ukraine forces. The Ukraine forces do not have nuclear weapons. Spend billions of dollars. Bring in more people. Whatever it is, they have no ability to fight against any nuclear threat. You see, he thought he was going to be welcomed with open arms. Biden saying this. That this was the home mother Russia in Kiev. And there, <coughs> excuse me, and that where he was going to be welcome. And I think he just totally miscalculated. No, he didn't. See, these radical Democrats, leftist people, see, they don't know the truth. And I guarantee you, Putin is one of the most powerful individuals on this planet he doesn't play games and this is what this idiot keeps saying fears of nuclear war increased last month when putin announced a partial mobilization saying those who try to blackmail us with nuclear weapons should know that the weather vane can turn and point towards us. It's exactly what Putin's saying. And Biden thinks, and American people think, that we have a leg up in this fight. Absolutely not. Over the years of 40, 50 years, we have allowed through weak policy politicians 
to allow these tyrants to grow on this planet. And now they are doing what they need to do to keep their power on this planet. Got a bonehead award. Very short clip. But you're going to hear Biden being interviewed by CNN, you know, the Communist News Network. Stand by. Here is the bonehead of the day. He, in fact, cannot continue with impunity to talk about the use of a tactical nuclear weapon as if that's a rational thing to do. The mistakes get made. And the miscalculation could occur. No one can be sure what would happen, and it could end in Armageddon. There you have it, folks. Our resident in charge talking about how weak he is supporting or not supporting nuclear weapons. You see, what he should say is, Putin should respond to my messages, which he has never sent to Putin, to tell him this is not right, using nuclear weapons is not right, and you cannot do that. But see, he just goes on the media and says it. Do you think Putin cares about the communist news network in America? Absolutely not. Diplomacy is done between hierarchy heads of nations. And Biden should be streamlining to set up a meeting with Putin to discuss the situation that is happening. But see, this is how weak he is. This is how out of touch of reality this individual person that is fighting all of these mental issues in his mind. He cannot think about what is right for America. Not going to say it any other better than that. He does not care about this country. And he is the worst, absolutely worst president this country has ever had. And unfortunately, it is in the most distressed times in America and in history on this globe. So doesn't surprise me whatsoever if a leader of a country presses that blinking red button to launch a nuclear weapon. Please share the podcast. Go on, like the podcast, Facebook, wherever you go. Share it far and wide. I do the research so you don't have to. I bring the truth information that's going on so you don't have to dig for it because you 
need to understand exactly what's going on, the truth of the world. And you're not going to get the information from the mainstream media. They will never talk to you about what is really going on. But the gunny loves you. I appreciate you coming to the podcast, sharing the podcast, and I will continue to bring you the latest and greatest information about what is really, really going on in America and in the world. This is The Gunny out. Again, let's all ring the liberty bell. Let's make a Ford and a Chevy. It'll still last ten years like the show. Cause the best of the free life is still yet to come. And the good times ain't over for good.